all the fucking time, um, 40, 41 fucking weeks, and I'm still saying, um, I haven't battered it out of my head just to make it easier you. know what's for worse you. than your ums, the editing, the, you know? I say you know a lot? You say you know a lot. Son of a bitch, I was making fun of somebody about saying you know all the time. I edited at least a dozen, at least a dozen you knows. Alright, if you hear a little sp- it's gonna be me trying to get the you knows out of my system. Alright, welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, recording for posterity on February 13th, 2015. Yeah, that's right, the day right before Valentine's Day. To be aired... And also Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th. So good, to, good luck to us with this podcast. To be aired on February 15th. Yeah, we're cutting it to the last minute. Sorry. It's uh, like Nelson always says, uh, procrastination is a lot like masturbation. At first it seems like a good idea, but then in the end you're really screwing yourself. I always love that quote. I don't know if he stole that for somebody or he just... Probably. Came that. I don't know where really it came from. But um, yeah, airing on February 15th, 2015. Um, that just happened. Your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. Speaking of February 13th, being Friday 13th. Next month, March 13th, also Lane's on a Friday. February and March mirror one another except for leap year. Yeah, it's February, March, and uh, was it September? I believe so. Something like that. Because my birthday is always exactly one month away from Valentine's Day except for leap year. Yeah, my anniversary is exactly one month from today, which is the day before Steak and a BJ Day. Presents all around. I want to bring up a little bit as to why we're recording on the 13th. Unfortunately, you know, to get a little serious right now, we had a family loss. One of my, they say great but I mean in my family she just and I guess some people try to like when you know I told some people from work even though we don't talk about work about me losing a family and they're like oh who was it I said it was my aunt like oh one of your parents sisters I was like no my grandmother's sister and they're like oh so your great aunt like, what difference does it make yeah I don't really understand the whole um, aunt once removed yeah great like, aunt they'd be aunt. like saying oh my mom's cousin passed away and so they'd be like so your second cousin like it doesn't matter she's you know person's a person to me like I don't know my family doesn't break it down like that you know I have a lot of cousins that that are second, third cousin kind of thing, but it doesn't really matter, you know. So. Yeah, I, I even very rarely use the expression in-laws unless I have to explain to somebody, obviously, if I'm standing next to, like, Adam, for example, and realize he's not Filipino. <laughs> so that was the reason why, you know, we didn't record Monday. You know, I wanted to, you know, talk to my mom a little bit, make sure everything was right. so. So apologies to uh, Aubrey and Liz, who we had slated to show up for the show. I don't know if Liz will be able to show up. And David. Day. And David. Yeah, David. Was, sure. So we're going to try and make it up to you guys. My sincerest apologies. I mean, I'm not that sorry either because, you know, family first, kind of thing so yeah that's the reason why it's again just riding it myself two two weeks in a row rolling solo yeah yeah so officially condolences for myself and hopefully the um the Hold on real quick. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, so I'm recording the podcast right now. I was going to see if you could come by because... Oh, right now? Yeah, because we usually do it on Mondays, but my podcast partner's right here. So I was like, oh, you know, let me see if, if anybody's free. And I was like, oh, shit, Tito's in town. So let me hit him up. Uh, what time are you guys in? Are you in airplane? Yeah. Uh, It's all good. Then uh, do me since we're recording right now. Just uh, just say a little soundbite or something. Okay, what do you want? I don't know. Just say you know this is Jose Acevedo or whatever you call yourself, whatever your stage name is for your New York status. You know how fancy you are now. And uh, <laughs> just say what's up to all the Chicagoans from New York. All right. Well, get me on. All right, you're on. Oh, uh, I'm on. Yeah. Oh, where's your call at? Huh? What's on here? I'm right here. Hey, what's up, Rodney? How's it going, man? It's going well. I just wanted to check in with you guys from New York. Jose Acevedo, your New York correspondent, obviously. <laughs> 
How long are you going to be in town? Uh, I'm in town through Sunday. Uh, we were going to record again on Monday night. I know. I wish I could be here for it. Well, maybe one day uh, we'll give you a call out there, and uh, we'll have you on, you know, like this again, just to talk a little bit about what's going on over in the East Coast. Or if you heard the oh, last... Yeah, yeah. All you got to do is let me know, and then I'll come on. I'll let you guys know uh, all the happy haps in New York, because you know it's a, lot, it's a lot more thriving than Chicago. <laughs> Probably better, if, if I may. Take it easy. <laughs> Hey, if, if you leave Adam a voicemail or something, he could forward on if um, I'm able to convert voicemails in, into audio clips. I don't know if you heard the last one when I, I converted Nelson's onto the show. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to start getting drunk, and then you can just have a feature that the, the drunken voicemail of the week from me. I'm perfectly okay with that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll just give you my, uh, my entertainment update. <laughs> I'm down for that. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go. Go uh, go hang with the family, and uh, thanks for calling me back. We'll uh, catch up real soon. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good time, guys. All right, man. Uh, later, Rodney. See you. Sorry. I figured that'd be cool to have on there. Yeah, that's my cousin, Jose. Uh, we call him Tito. He's he's out in New York working for Comedy Central. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He actually yeah, just got something published about Uncle Ben's disappointment in Spider-Man. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll forward the article to our UTJH page. It's actually a, a really, really good article about Spider-Man. And oh, you led with Uncle Ben instead. Spider-Man. I was thinking about Rice. No, no. It's actually about Spider-Man and Spider-Man's Uncle Ben. So, I'll forward it to the UTJH page. You guys check it out. It's actually really, really good writing. But back to what we were talking about officially for myself. I know we've given you my condolences but on the podcast, our condolences and condolences from our listeners. Hopefully, I appreciate the understanding, guys. Uh, probably not much of an inconvenience to you because you're going to get, well, hopefully, I can get through the editing or maybe you'll get like a half-ass edited podcast on Monday. <laughs> well, I just fucked that up a little bit right now with the phone call and all that <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I, I appreciate everybody uh, bearing with us a little bit here so just giving you a heads up as to everything that's been going on all right so coming up on the show the top topic today is going to be our favorite mobile games you know things that we like to play on our phones or, or portable entertainment or systems. portable entertainment system psp or what have you even alternate spider-man comic cliff notes mm-hmm. mr miles morales and uh pissing on graves is going to be joe cocker can we say affirmative action spider-man affirmative action spider <laughs> is that bad because i mean he falls into two categories does he wear, I mean, the, does he wear the black suit it has it has dark tones to it I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're also going to do, uh, we're going to try and do an extended version of what's trending. Well, what, actually, what is he? What nationality is he? He's black and Puerto Rican. Okay, so technically it constitutes as our, uh, segment for Black History Month. Ah, see? Ah. It all comes together. And, uh, just stay tuned for our regular Fuck You segment and um, I just saw. So, what's the lineup? You think after all this time I would have this shit memorized and <laughs> I still have to look. I mean, we're at what? Number 41 now? This is 41. This is going to be 41. You think I would have, like, come up with, like, a poster that we could put up in the FTC. I have to break open my laptop. I think I'm going to get a and... tattoo on like my forearm. I'm going to be I'm going to be what's his name from Memento. Just get, instead of John G. Rape the murder my wife. I'm going to have on my collarbone the the lineup for the show. <laughs> but what happens when we change it? Just exit out another tattoo. Like this is a painful hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shout out also to us for coming up upon a year of doing this. Now we still got like three months left. Yeah, I mean, by the time it gets up to 52, yeah, it'll be about that. But and we'll still. have a new 52. <laughs> anyway, so um, what's the news? How are you going <laughs> to go with, hey, who's talking about our podcast? That's better. I'm sorry, my segues aren't fucking <laughs> good enough for you. Friday night's throwing us a little bit off. Yeah, a little bit. Podcast. I got my podcast on. All right, 
podcast news. Big news in podcast news today. Again, coming off of uh, uh, Army of Two show, we got a lot of new listeners. Westminster, United Kingdom, which, by the way, United Kingdom this week, although we're the number one podcast in Ghana, beating out Ghana. Wow. For uh, Westminster, Cardiff, and uh, I think London, United Kingdom. Got All the way across the pond. Thanks, guys. Washington listeners across the pond, welcome to the show. Or, uh, I'm not going to butcher an <laughs> English accent. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Where? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, Mary fucking Poppins, London. Niza de Sicilia, Italy. Mexico giving also Ghana a run for the money. Mexico City, Mexico, which is listed on, or actually SoundCloud, as Mexico, Mexico, which is kind of weird. Say Mexico again. It's kind of like Duran Duran. Uh, Hidalgo, also, Mexico. Uh, Laval, Canada. Never heard of it, but okay. Welcome to the show. Quito, Ecuador, and Perth, Australia. G'day. Interesting. Locally, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Tucson, Arizona, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Got to search your listeners in there. Rumney, New Hampshire. I think that's a new city to the Um That Just Happened community. I thought you were going to say in general. I think that's a new city. Like, <laughs> like, how would you know that? You do do research sometimes. Brand new city. And uh, Big Spring, <laughs> Texas. Is that close to Little Spring? I don't know. I always wonder how people get these, like... How cities get their names? Well, anyway. usually they start with a uh, oh, start with a village and then go from the town. Then they look for like a warrior or somebody. Oh, the village. I know. Uh, we West, don't speak of the village. Westchester, Illinois, actually names all of its cities after towns in England. See that? It's an interesting side trivia there. Went to a high school in Westchester. That's the only reason why I know that. Oh, you're from Westchester? <laughs> that way you don't have to put that one in there. Let's <laughs> place Mauricio in there. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, yeah. Look up uh, what's it, Ma- Mauricio? Love match, Mauricio. Shout out to. Uh, Mr. Valdez, Caesar, for showing that to us. Yeah, what, uh, what episode did we use that on? Like 16? Yep. Wepa, wepa, wepa. It was the Brand. It was the Brandon. Uh, it was the Brandon David episode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of. Uh, no, 16 was. Uh, 16 was Cam. Cam and Caesar. Oh, okay. Speaking of funny quotes, my friend just sent me a text message the other day saying donations, donations, and it was from the episode that we were talking about, uh, the UTJH Mark II run. And he sent that to me, and I, I don't know. Just, just reading it, it has to be said that way. So it's just funny that you know. Friends keep hitting me up with uh, stuff from the show. Any more news? Nope, that's all we got for podcast news. All right, cue the goat. <laughs> this week, I want to shout out the family. You know, obviously, starting with Maria, you know, being my wife and being around during you know hard times, it's a big deal. You know, having you there, not just to uh, support me, but my family as well. It's big stuff, you know. Uh, I love having you around. Thank you for everything that you do. Uh, shout out to my family itself, my extended family coming together and, you know, having one another's back throughout this ordeal. Rodney for being there yesterday, right? You went, yeah, you went yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right after, must have been right after I left. Shout out to David for uh, hitting me up with a few messages and calling me here and there just to make sure that me and the family were doing well. It's stuff like that that makes you show who's a really close friend. And Caesar as well did the same thing, you know, calls to check up on me and, uh, you know, things like that are not forgotten, gentlemen. So greatly appreciated. Expect a little something extra on your Christmas stocking this year. That's it. I'm gonna send a shout out to Brian and also a mini fuck you to Brian, who uh, who does our website utjh.net. We were a little hard up for guests on uh, the show tonight because we decided to record a last minute, like we explained. It's his birthday today. I sent him a text message, say, hey, what well, you got big plans for tonight? You want to do some recording? And he sent me a text be- message back now, about uh, two hours after I sent him the original text message, and he said, sorry working till 10, just saw your text, buzz during recording, ha ha ha. 
So fucking Brian, but thank you, Brian, for uh, happy birthday, and thank you for all the hard work you do with yeah, uh, UTJH.net and uh, the good folks over at Bunch of Junk are you know, one of our official sponsors of Um That Just Happened, uh, where you can find our podcast yep. also on Podomatic, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, and importantly, UTJH.net, Facebook.com forward slash hashtag spelled out <laughs> UTJH. This whole Friday thing's throwing me off. It really is. <laughs> like, we're going to record Monday. I'm going to be like, didn't we just do this shit? We're in no hurry. I mean, uh, usually no. I'm in a hurry because I'm working the next day. I think you're working the next day, but uh, are you working tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow's but, uh, my Friday. I'm, I've been off the past two days to be with the family. Yeah, but you don't even have to go in until like two, three. Yeah. But it's going to be nice going into work one day and then off and another two. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Meanwhile, I'm in the end of my staycation. I got to go back to work on Monday. But... Actually, this is actually pretty good because uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be going to have I think March 7th. I have Saturday and then Sunday off and then I work Monday through Friday that week as opposed to Sunday, Monday, and then I'm going to have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Or, excuse me, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. How's it one of those things where you have to work mornings again? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to kind of suck. We might have to do a Saturday night. Bump. So if you're available on Sunday because I got to work early in the morning. Okay, so if you're available on Saturday night, March seventh, March seventh, we're looking for some guests. Yeah, hit me up. Find me on Facebook or on the page or hashtag UTJH or just hashtag UTJH on Twitter, and I'll uh, I'll find you. Just let me know if you guys are free on that Saturday. I'm more than happy to have old guests, new guests, any kind of guests that we can have. Yeah, Adam's officially in charge of booking. So apologies to friends of mine who have been waiting for me to ask them to come on the show. I thought you're gonna be like apologies to people that. Apologies to the fact that we haven't had guests on the show because Adam's been fucking slacking. <laughs> no, but um, if, if you're one of my friends and you want to be on the show and you haven't uh, voiced your opinion yet, we don't really chase people to be on the show or just kind of take open volunteers. So you're more than welcome to, even if you just want to be here and just partake and sit and have a beer and enjoy the show live. Yeah. And since Saturday's, you know, the one day that most people are actually free, I hope people do hit us up because that's a lot of people's complaint like, oh, I can't do it Monday night. I can't do it Sunday night because of work or whatever. So it's like, <laughs> Saturday night. Be there, be square. And you officially have enough notice to where if you're from Wichita, Kansas... Make your way over. Or Ghana. Start walking. Fly out to Chicago. Or fly if you have the means. <laughs> we'll, we'll take you out to some restaurants or something. Yeah. We'll go after, out after. Yeah, I'll cook for you. I mean, the night of it. All right. Uh, more shout outs. Christy J, one of our new followers on SoundCloud. Leslie Shoot. Not sure where. Um, oh, shoot. Think you're from. <laughs> nice. Music Ellie, another follower of our SoundCloud. You have like a number following your name, your username, anyways. But Musically? I don't remember this. Music Ellie. Musically? No, just Music Ellie. Musically. Musically. Ah, I didn't put that two and two together. Okay. <laughs> Um, and birthday shout out to my friend Lori, who is probably working tonight. So shout out to her. Another uh, friend in the hospitality industry who probably dealing with the pre-Valentine's Day. People getting drunk, trying to get laid. I don't miss that kind of shit. Well, I yeah. never actually dealt with this, so I can't say anything. The Valentine's Day or hospitality or? Dealing with like, you know, having to serve the Valentine's Day crowd. Yeah, I gotta tell you from experience, it's pretty rough. I heard it is. Yeah. Well, you think people would be in a good mood considering the fact that they're almost guaranteed to get laid by later on that night. Like, whatever, dude, just hurry the meal up. Like, that kind of thing. No, there's still no guarantee. Some people are still laying the groundwork down. Yeah, I suppose so. That should just be a good-to-go kind of night. Yeah, you'd think. Anyway, any more shout-outs? Uh, no, I think that's it for shout-outs. All right, moving on to the um I just saw portion of this fine evening. So, me being as impetuous as I am, Maria is starting to get that way as well. And the other night, she gave me my Valentine's Day gifts a little bit early, and she gave me the Angry Video Game Nerd movie and a couple comic books that I'm really anxious to read. So, um I just saw or am reading uh, Superman Earth 1. 
1, Volume 2, and 3. And she also bought Poltergeist 1 and 2 on the Blu-ray. So we've been watching Poltergeist 1 and 2, which it's been a long time since I've seen the Poltergeist. I forgot how awesome that movie is. That has to be one in my top 10 of horror movies of all time. Had we pissed on her grave before? Which one? I feel like we did. Which one? The little girl who died. Well, okay, so here's the thing about that. There's a curse surrounding these movies so in the first one the older sister from the movie she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend right after the movie weren't we searching for a bunch of pissing on graves during <laughs> halloween i know and then movies? after part two the man with a hat that plays crane or the devil or uh, whatever you want to call him he died shortly after from stomach cancer. Then, after the third one, that's when the little girl died. Uh, some kind of weird condition with her stomach as well. Yeah, uh, they say the same thing about the exorcist, though. I guess they couldn't stomach the whole ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you guys haven't seen Poltergeist, and I don't know why you haven't, check it out. And speaking of which, the reason why we even bought Poltergeist was because the trailer for the remake came out. Starring the guy, f- Sam Rockwell, is going to be in it. Guy from Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. And Charlie's Angels. And Green Mile. Does he dance in every single one of his movies? And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who was he in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He's, he's one of the thugs. Like, one of the... He's not, I don't know if he's an actual foot soldier, but he's the one that's just like, you know, we're family. And he's like, you call him over here and that down there? You call that family? That's the guy he's talking to. It's Sam Rockwell. Go back, watch the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie again. When Casey Jones goes... Yeah. What? I have to go back and watch that. It's Sam Rockwell. So, yeah. Were his um, hands orange in that movie, too? I don't know. No, no, they're not that weird tan thing. But he does still have that weird finger thing. If you look, one of his fingers on his hand is jacked up. I think it's like his right finger or something like that. I really can't say anything around it. He's got some weird hands too. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen Poltergeist, check it out. Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, I've spoken a few times about him on the show from Cinemassacre.com. Still trying to get them on the show. It'd be a great thing to have him on. Him and Mike Matei, whose dick is huge apparently. That's turning into a thing. The guy that sent us the email actually has a bunch of followers saying that Mike's dick is huge. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why. Congratulations to you, Mike. Yeah, and, good for uh, you. <laughs> yeah, check all that stuff out. And Arrow. I'm all caught up on Arrow. This week was good. Uh, really like Roy Harper. Thea's pissing me off. Was, I don't understand how... Did you see uh, this week's episode? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is how, how is Thea mad at Merlin now? Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe we should save a little bit of this for... Hopefully, if Liz can be on on Monday. <laughs> but it's just that Marie and I were both watching. We're like, what is she mad about now? So she's okay with Oliver lying all this time and saving lives. But she's mad at Merlin for keeping that secret. Like, it's not his secret to bald. Yeah, I don't know. But she's uh slowly climbing my um underrated hot chick list. Thea? Starting to like the short hair. Maybe the hair's growing a little longer. Maybe, the, maybe she's showing a little more leg. Maybe it's the fact that she can fight now. She also doesn't wear any shirts that cover up her stomach area at all. Go back, watch the past two episodes. Everything stops just below or just above the navel line. Everything. She could be wearing pajamas, showing it. She's at Verdant, showing it. Like, stop showing your stomach. This isn't fucking I Dream a Genie in 1964. Put some real fucking clothes on. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain. I'll complain. Either take it all off or cover it up. That's all for um I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> I have one um I just saw that I want to talk about today. I saw so me being on staycation, I had a lot of time to just sit around and figure out what to do. Kind of an impromptu vacation because Sandra just started her job, so she didn't have any vacation time, and you know I had uh, more than enough time to spend with the kids. Even though I did the uh, the staycation thing, but I made sure that I was making dinner for the family and everybody was living at the house and watching the kids. So I had a little bit of time to watch a couple of movies. Oh, quick fuck you for not sending me any meatloaf. <laughs> you know how I feel about meatloaf. How dare you? Yeah, sorry about that. 
<laughs> my wife comes home and is like, Rodney made meatloaf. I'm like, oh, fuck Rodney. Wait, hold on. Isn't it her responsibility to plate a portion and take some home? Unbelievable. This is a greater bond than that, Rodney. You and I are podcast partners. <laughs> You're going to put that on me. <laughs> You know, put that on me. Yes. But anyways, I was doing the responsible husband thing and making sure since I'm off of work and basically you know, have the day to myself, I spend time during the day to make meals and make sure my wife has a dinner when she gets home. But I did have a little bit of time to go through my DVR and every time I get some sort of free trial for Showtime, uh, Cinemax or HBO because I don't, well, I don't know, the whole cable situation is kind of complicated right now. But um, every time I get one of those trials, I just fill up DVR with movies that I wouldn't normally get to watch. Not that I would watch it. Like if they do a free Showtime trial for for the weekend like I just record every movie that's on Showtime and then watch it later on the DVR but I've been way behind very smart yeah but I've been way behind on watching the shows in the DVR so I actually went back and I watched uh, Rest in Peace Department R.I.P.D. yeah you really bothered to watch it I did it's like Men in Black meets Ghostbusters meets garbage yeah that bad yeah oh pretty bad poor Ryan Reynolds but I did enjoy uh, what's his name playing the cowboy just kind of out of place cowboy the uh, oh uh, Jeff Bridges yeah yeah, always a pleasure to watch Jeff Bridges. He hasn't really been in anything that I thought was a god awful piece of shit. But um, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the Big Lebowski. I know I'm probably ostracizing a few people right now, but I don't know. It's, I think, it's more stoner humor. Like it's like all right, whatever. I think maybe if it didn't have that uh, stigma about it, maybe you might enjoy it a little bit more. If it's just one of those things that you discovered on your own. That's how and I it, felt about Kingpin. Although I ended up really, really liking Kingpin. I think you would too. No, yeah, I like Kingpin. Oh, I wasn't sure if you'd actually ever seen it. I, I was a huge uh, Vanessa Angel fan in the '90s just because she really? did the. Uh, Weird science? Yeah, weird science. Mmm, pulled it. That's, um, okay, talk about not knowing each other. That's on one of my Amazon wish lists that's been there since, like, the original incarnation <laughs> of the wish list, which is, I think, season one of Weird Science. Wow. Yeah, yeah huge fan of Weird Science, the TV series, huge fan of Weird Science, the, uh, the movie, the original movie. And I think, um, you know, Kelly LeBrock, God, but I think that, um, uh, what's her name? Who's on, uh, The Royals? She's in Bedazzled? Kansas City? No. Oh, Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley is a new Kelly LeBrock. I can see that. Or was a new Kelly LeBrock in the 90s. She still looks very good. She still looks very good. And I've been watching Bedazzled, I've watched Bedazzled a couple times during my vacation. Again? <laughs> I don't know. I just really love that movie. I don't know. When I he says I'm allergic to shellfish in Spanish, that, that always sticks with me. Donde está la biblioteca? Liz will love that. Hopefully you could be on the show uh, on Monday. And then I'll, I'll save a couple of my um, I just saw that because we're recording in a couple days. Uh, I got a couple extra um, I just saw. First off, um, I just saw that Ryan, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, um, they released a picture of him staring at the Deadpool mask, which means Deadpool's ah. actually going to have a mask in the subcommittee movie and they also said that this movie's gonna have nothing to do with x-men origins <laughs> uh thank you thank god for that is that is it owned by fox it's still owned by fox yeah. and that colossus is gonna be in it for whatever reason okay and gina carano is also gonna be in it as colossus <laughs> that i doubt uh well i i don't i didn't see what character she was going to play and then should we talk about the uh i'm gonna save that for open forum because i got some major things i want to talk about with that okay and uh david if if you're listening i know you're gonna want to be part of this conversation so we'll rehash a little bit of it on Monday, but I gotta get some of this out. I gotta get out of my system. So we'll get to that in a minute. Moving on to the correction department. Go ahead, Ren. I really only have one correction off the last uh, podcast that I was able to pick up. Primal Fear is the movie with Richard Gere and Primal Edward Norton. Primal Fear! I feel so stupid. It's really the old, the only correction that I could find in the last podcast. A damn near perfect podcast, but we're not going to record perfect podcasts. We're going to make mistakes on purpose. Because, hey, we all make mistakes in life when we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call Lim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312 312- 
945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Alim Insurance, in case it happens. So speaking of my staycation, one of the first things that I did during uh, my vacation away from work, my car insurance is up. So I actually went down to a limb insurance. You're now looking at a card-carrying member of a limb insurance insurance. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. So good times. I actually got to spend the day with Mugini. He taught, taught me about a bunch of tricks that you think that you're good. And I'm not going to mention my old insurance company, even though they're... Um, I'm not going to mention them. I had a good relationship with them. They kind of had some shady practices. Were you in good hands? You know, I'm just not going to say who they are. I'll just say that their name rhymes with State Farm. And, uh, Which one's State Farm's slogan? Uh, Did they have one? They endorse the Packers, so it's kind of... Yeah. Oh, the discount double check? Yeah, probably going to get away from them anyways. But yeah, I think they are. You're in good hands. No, that's all State. Oh, that's all State, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. That's no. Farmers, yeah. But anyways... <laughs> And we just fucking endorse the wrong fucking insurance. A limb insurance is really the way to go, especially if you're a small business owner. Things I learned about a limb insurance while I, you know, spent the day at Mookie's office. He does insure small businesses, uh, people who need to insure their employees um, against, you know, workman's compensation, that type of thing. Any risk management, obviously auto insurance, home insurance, um, health insurance, all kinds of insurance. But um, one of the things that they don't tell you about the big name insurance is I had a Cyan TC, and I won't really go into the story, but basically this car had was jinxed or there was some bad mojo about this car because <laughs> this car got hit a total all of the time eight times what i've had i had the car for let's see i had the car for maybe three years i want to say three years and the car got hit a total of eight times all eight times the car was parked like i was not in the car <laughs> it was parked somewhere and got hit it got sideswiped on the same side twice got backed into a couple times somebody backed into the somebody rear-ended it a couple times i did not get into one accident with this car but it got hit eight times somehow i filed you know three or four claims because the damage was so bad my insurance company actually classified one of the claims as my car was stolen and then got into an accident as it was stolen and obviously when you meet with a new insurance agent and when I meet with the limitinsurance.com, they have access to that type of information. So they asked me about it and I said, my car was never stolen. And we just went through the list of claims and the list of record history of my driving, which is almost kind of like being judged in a way. It was very yes. awkward. So it's very nice to be in uh, the company of a good friend who would you know, go through my driving history with me and my insurance claims. But uh, the reason why they classify it that way is because it technically is a different kind of accident, which gives your insurance company the right to charge you more money, charge you more for a premium when you go to renew, wow. which really sucks. And I found out the premium that I was paying was just ridiculously hot. So I went to liminsurance.com. Needless to say, they were able to save me a bunch of money and explain to me, you know, why insurances charge you, you know, do things the way they do. Um, very honest service. A local business in Evanston, Illinois. So if you're in Illinois, you're looking for insurance, you have small business, looking for home, auto, or health. Really great place to go. So I say that with all sincerity, not just because they sponsor the show, but, you know, because it's a good friend. Did you drop UTJH? No, but you know, the funny thing was, all day he was answering the phone, and he was saying, yes, a limb. That's A-L-I-M. And I was like, because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg? He's like, yeah, sometimes that throws me up too. I want to say that to my customers. <laughs> but it was good times. Good times with a good friend, and um, hopefully uh, head that way if you're, you're up for renewal. You'll... Find out some surprising things, even if you're, you know, using one of the major insurance companies. Cool. Yeah, I got to check them out. I got to wait for our insurance to be up. See, we get insurance with our house, too, so. They can cover that. I know. I got I to gotta talk to the boss. I'm not in charge of making any decisions. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens with that. You want to move on from correction? Yeah. What's the next topic? <laughs> 
<laughs> I still don't know the format. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the FU department. I have one fuck you, and it's gonna overlap a little bit with Rodney's. But it's a fuck you to Rodney himself for beating my ass so many times in trivia crack. <laughs> Because I get the dog shit answers or questions. Like, I don't know, they ask me the most random thing. I understand that it's trivia. I get it. I get I get that whole thing. But it's it's stuff that nobody knows. Not just that I don't know, but that nobody would know. And it's not like we get the same questions. Although, fuck you for answering the challenge. And it was the one question that I didn't know <laughs> that I asked Maria. What question was that? It was, where's... Was it Palestine? You thought Palestine was in Europe? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, is it Europe or Asia? I'm like, my brain, like, I'm I'm looking at a world map in my mind. I'm like, I see where it is, but it's right there. Like, so I'm like, Maria, is, is it in Europe or Asia? She's like, oh my God, I don't know either. <laughs> so she's like, Europe? And I, as soon as I hit it, I'm like, it's going to be Asia. Click. Boom. Fuck. And of course you got it in one. Have I beaten you yet? Yeah, yeah, you actually have a pretty decent record against me. There doesn't feel like it. There's there's really only one person who actually has a winning record against me. Is it Sandra? It's Sandra. Really? Yeah. Uh, fuck you to Jenny also. Our sister Jenny, for she's been whooping my ass in words of friends. But and hold on, not... hold on. <laughs> you should take that fuck you back for the trivia guy. Because you're the one who challenged me to try to steal my icon fuck. Because I needed to do something. I'm like, she's whooped my ass so many times that I need a new strategy. And Jenny fuck you because you're not smarter than me you just happen to get the better wordplay like i'm i'm playing like an idiot to try and counterbalance she's actually just, just like, putting letters down to see if they make her. yeah pretty much like it's it's horrible pisses me off so that's it that's all i got yeah my um my fuck you actually my fuck you to trivia track i'm gonna save for the next episodes coming up on the show on monday's recording to be recorded on february 16th my fuck you's gonna go to trivia crack but shout out to uh my friend jackie who i befriended on trivia crack who actually has now doesn't have a very good record against me but always willing to play and answer questions in, in a timely manner as opposed to, you know, waiting for days and days. How do you know if you got a, a great performance with somebody? Uh, I think you can click on their icon and mm. see the stats. Uh-huh. It's fucking four to eight. Give me a break, <laughs> dude. You're at 500. That's pretty good. Comparatively. Get the fuck out of here. Comparing. You should see some of the stats. I don't think Jenny beat me like once. Versus Sandra, I'm three and one. Well, you've got a better, better record than somebody who has a better record against me. Against Maria, I'm five and three. So I'm smarter than most. I just get beaten up by Rodney all the time. If you see some of my friends on Trivia Crack, that's actually a pretty good record. Jeez. My my worst category is 75%, and Which that's uh, geography. Mine is science. I'm at, I, don't know, I think, like uh, 68%. I'm in like low 80s for everything else. I'm in 90 entertainment, right around 75 everything else. Um, so like 76 in art. I'm not very good at art. 75 in art. They ask me a lot of random book questions that I wouldn't know about. Not that, not because I don't read, but because they're books that like, what do I know about what Christian Gray's favorite thing in the world is? Like, how would, how, why would I know that? Fucky. Right? Being cheesy? I don't know. Whatever. But I'll, yeah, I'll have a um, nice hearty fuck you to Trivia Crack on episode 42. Today's fuck you, very timely, Valentine's Day florists. Flores? Florists. Oh, okay. I want to make sure you weren't just throwing one right back at me. Yeah. I'm probably a little more romantic than most people would think or that I like to lead on. But um, the whole Valentine's Day, sweetest day is just really, which by the way, on a personal note to you, Maria's going to, I hope you have something planned for Valentine's Day because Maria kind of went all out for Valentine's Day. She sent a lot of gifts to the house because, you know, I get... Probably didn't want you opening them or realizing they were for you. Oh, I already, she already gave them to me. All of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I even told Maria, it's like, you got to save something for his birthday. Well, Maria and I are actually going to go, uh, like, as not, it's not a surprise. She already knows about it. But my Valentine's Day gift to her is I'm taking her shooting. Guy's going to get loaded. She's never gone before. Uh, I think it's important for, you know, 
not everyone to learn how to shoot, but you know, I, I think it's important for her since since we have a gun in the house for her to learn how to shoot. We can make it romantic, I guess. Shoot, shoot a heart into the target. <laughs> we'll shoot. <laughs> well, anyways, Valentine's Day florist. Now, regarding Valentine's Day and Sweetest Day, Sandra aren't really big advocates of the whole, uh, you know, what we would consider to be a Hallmark holiday. Because let's face it, there really is no historical significance behind either day. It's just, you know, a day that they put out to sell more cards, chocolate, and candy. There's a saint for one of them, at least. Well, yeah, but I mean... And a massacre for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of massacre, Valentine's Day florist. So being that I buy Sandra flowers a lot, I do buy her flowers on Sweetest Day. I do buy her flowers on Valentine's Valentine's Day, you know, we might go out to dinner, but that's really, we don't do the present thing because, you know, we're not financially set off to where we're not usually saving for something, you know, we're saving for a house, we're saving for, you know, we have a new kid or, you know, we have to pay for some bills or, you know, we're Every saving year, for the wedding. New kid. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah we're not big into the valentine's day present gift giving thing but i do buy her flowers and i buy her flowers on a regular enough occasion to know what a bouquet of roses costs because she's very particular about the roses that i buy her. i always mm-hmm. buy her a specific set of flowers i always buy her mom like a specific set of flowers on mother's day and what have you Dick. and uh I'm just to... <laughs> so i know that a bouquet of you know long stem roses should cost at least ten dollars on any regular day that you know decide to buy a nice set of flowers for your wife or your girlfriend significant other whatnot because i've been buying standard flowers for years and tip to the guys out there who are looking to buy flowers for you know the girlfriend's wife significant others uh buy flowers from the worst neighborhoods for some reason you go to like a jewel in a bad neighborhood and you go to the floral shop and the flowers are always better there i don't know why there's probably some significance or correlation with that but for some reason you always go in a bad neighborhood in the bad neighborhoods in chicago you can easily tell by the ratio of currency exchanges to banks more currency exchanges than banks there are in the neighborhood the more worse neighborhood you're in but anyways not to knock anybody's neighborhood shout out to listeners who uh, live in neighborhoods with currency exchanges uh back to my point valentine's day flowers for a bouquet of long stem roses usually hover at least 20 to 25 dollars more than double the price than they normally would be if you're buying it on any other regular day so i understand the whole supply and demand concept but you know it's your particular day there really you're just gouging the guys who you know, are waiting to the last minute to buy flowers for the significant hour another reason why we've never celebrated valentine's day or, or sweetest day or those, those type of days because they're usually big res- restaurant traffic days we talked about in other podcasts so you know we have to celebrate early you have to celebrate later which always worked out in my favor but now that you know i'm not working in the hospitality industry per se you know we're celebrating on the day so i'm getting her flowers you know usually you know have them ready at the midnight of valentine's day to give to her and yeah they're twice the price of everything that you buy now's the time when you don't go for the big you could get dressed up and still go to like like a sit down bar that has you know that serves food like do stuff like that do stuff that keeps your significant other aware of your feelings for them it doesn't have to be like i'm gonna show her how much i love her with x amount of dollars by taking her so you know the fanciest restaurant i could think of a shit ton of money wait in the line you know make reservations two months in advance that's not always gonna be the trick you know like you gotta yeah no don't go the other way either guys you know sandra and i we don't exchange gifts but i'm always buying her flowers girl let's tell her she doesn't want anything she doesn't want flowers on valentine's day she wants flowers on valentine's day it's a trap fucking admiral akbar <laughs> she um, always wants flowers on valentine's day. and especially if valentine's day falls during the week and she you know has to be in front of her co-workers we're also getting flowers and also getting gifts and teddy bears being delivered to work get your girl some flowers db delivered on valentine's day another helpful tip don't order from blowflowers.com unless they want to sponsor the show because i did that one time and it just it comes in a fedex box it's not even put together the base comes in a separate box it's just all kinds of weird what you want to do is you want to find a local florist probably two weeks ahead of time especially if it's valentine's day schedule 
scheduled delivery for an arranged um, set to be delivered to her office. You don't want to be the guy who is the boyfriend or the husband of the girl who didn't get anything on Valentine's Day. Just get her something. You get her small arrangement. Edible still, arrangements. Edible arrangements. Send her some food. Send her some chocolate. You can probably buy teddy bears off of a florist. Make, make her dinner. You know, do do something. Here's, here's another thing. If you don't have a lot of money and you're worried about that kind of thing, either make her dinner yourself or make something. Do like do like you used to do when you were in grammar school and fold a piece of paper and make a card. Something over the top cheesy that still conveys the point. Yeah. That's all. Nothing too crazy. Nobody's asking you to spend hundreds of thousand dollars. Put a smile on her face. That's what the that's what the night is about. One way or another. How however she wants to. If she's not into flowers and she's into gaming, fine. Take her to, you know, an arcade. Take her to a barcade where, you know, sometimes the games are even free. I've never really known a girl who said she wasn't into flowers and she wasn't secretly into flowers. Make her, make her, you know, paper flowers. Then you know, like if if you don't have the the means to do so, find a way around it. Yeah, but that's my fuck you for this week. And also, Harry, Jimmy, Trent, wherever you're out there, fuck you too. All right, moving on to the pissing on grave segment. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. He was born May 20th, 1944. Died recently, December 22nd of 2014. He was an English rock and blues singer and a musician who came to popularity in the 1960s. He was known for his very, very gritty voice and spasmic body movement and performance. He did a lot of cover songs. I'm not really sure if he had his own original songs. But a couple of things that he uh, he sang, probably one of his more famous songs, made famous by the Wonder Years, with a little help from my friends. Huh. Really great song, really great cover. He, um, he covered Unchained my heart, which is always a really great song cover by Tony Braxton. That's an original. That's Unbreak My Heart. Wait, is it? Tony Braxton is Unbreak My Heart. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Unchain My Heart. Who originally sang that? Yeah, actually, we have a corrections for next week's uh, podcast. All You Need Is Love by The Beatles, which Adam wouldn't be a fan of. Everybody Hurts. I think R.E.M. covered that. It's actually a really good cover. You Are So Beautiful. Really, really good song. And um, one of my favorites, Up Where We Belong. So hopefully, uh, Joe Cocker, that's where you are. Really good uh, 60s artist. Really great cover artist. Died. Unfortunate name. Yeah. Unfortunate <laughs> name. And uh, ended up dying of uh, lung cancer, I believe. Yeah. Kind of awkward. Especially with a raspy voice. I wonder if he was a smoker. Anyways, this has been Pissing on Graves, the Joe Cocker edition. It's funny that you mentioned that because I, there are a few singers I know that, well, not that I know personally, but that I've heard of that, they smoke just to keep the raspiness of their voice. Like, they don't, like, inhale. Like Phoebe from Friends? Yeah. A lot or like stick that. issues? They, they'll, uh, they just get, like, you know, that it's a little bit of, like a cough going just to keep that sound. I don't it's like know. What it's, singer? It's weird. Yeah. No, not offhand. I've seen a few little mini documentaries about drugs and rock and roll and stuff like that. I know Jim Belushi actually gave up smoking he big he's a big uh cigar smoker he gave up smoking because it fucked up with his singing voice and he's really big into singing the blues i like jim belushi i always thought of him more of as a comedian than anybody i got into a conversation about his uh, book with somebody who i was um i was driving around with about his uh his book called real men don't apologize i like to tell people i read that but i actually really just you bought the it? audiobook yeah really great read so if um really great here if you are all caught up on um that just happens podcast and uh you're done binge listening because you should binge listen to the podcast you'll pick up things that you hadn't heard before um it's a really great um, audiobook to pick up. Yeah, or if you're not listening to our older sister podcast, you're going to get disease. Or Something Gate. Or Something Gate, our new little sister. Yeah, shout out to those guys. All the girls running around here. Nice job with episode two. <laughs> All guy podcast, and I'm talking about girls now back and forth. Alright, moving on from Pissing on Graves to our comic cliff notes for 
for this week. For those who don't know, there have been several incarnations of Spider-Man. This one is going to be Miles Morales. All right, so Miles Morales is originally came from the Ultimate Universe. Now, quick comic cliff notes. The Ultimate Universe was Marvel's way of saying, we're going to reboot the franchise without changing the continuity by having a whole separate universe going on at the same time. So they could retell the stories of X-Men, Spider-Man, and the Avengers in whatever way that they really wanted to without it interrupting what was actually going on. And Miles Morales originally started there when Peter Parker was killed and he got his powers from the Prowler who stole a formula from Oscorp and his nephew ended up being Miles Morales who ended up getting bitten by a spider and started exhibiting those kinds of powers. And so from there on he, you know, started to want to be a superhero even though he couldn't tell his family because apparently his his family didn't trust superheroes very much which why don't what's so hard about people trusting superheroes like if if there was any time that a superhero showed up you think i'd be like no i don't trust him like no i automatically trust him well what if he was like a goody two shoes was looking to report you or even that like i don't i'd be okay with that as long as as long as he trusted me like it's just different he also has the ability to camouflage himself including his clothing to match around himself which you know is different from spider-man and he could paralyze somebody with a touch almost like spider-woman's sting it's, it's the same kind of thing except it's called the Venom Strike. He's pretty much, you know, one of the Spider-Men running around right now. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when David gets here. His costume is different. I actually like his costume more than I like the original Spider-Man costume. It's It's got elements of, you know, the black costume in it without it being too forced either. You know, it's, he's a real interesting character. I hope I hope they keep develop, developing him because really there's only so far you can go with Peter Parker before it starts to turn into, you know, a point of redundancy, especially with these movies. So I know this is a bridge, but we're going to be talking a little bit more about Miles Morales in uh, the next couple weeks with all the Spider-Man stuff developing. So this has been the slight version of Comic Cliff Notes, the Miles Morales Spider-Man edition. You've just been schooled. Booyah. But he does he really need a costume if he can camouflage himself? Like, why bother even... Still looks cool. Yes. Mm, yeah, I don't know why he would still end up wearing it, but... Weird. I mean, if if you're Clark Kent, you could be super fast everywhere and stuff. Like, like why not just live that life? I don't know. So nobody can see him? Yeah, that'd be super fast everywhere. He wouldn't even have to... He didn't really have to go to school. He could just be standing in the classroom in the back, like, vibrating back and forth so nobody sees him and he could just read everything and read through books and be done with it. Why did they just homeschool him? There's another question. If he's so different, why wouldn't the Kents just homeschool Clark? They want to give him the quote-unquote normal life? Fuck that. Homeschool him. His Kryptonian blood lineage would obviously give him a better advantage in absorbing knowledge because he's he is super smart also. Did you ever meet anybody who was homeschooled? Yeah, they're a little weird, but he grew <laughs> up in, no offense to Kansas, obviously, but he grew up in Kansas. So, like, chances are he was going to be kind of weird at some point anyway. Yeah. Just saying. I just think he wouldn't have given a shit about the human race if he was homeschooled, not involved. I think that was kind of the point. But then, then his parents were still getting mad at him for doing shit, you know, to save the day. You can't have it both ways. Ah, uh, and the... Spider hobo version. The spider hobo? Or the Superman. The hobo Superman. Oh, I was like, the what? Yeah, I'm looking at the Spider-Man with those. Thinking of Superman. How do we get on Superman? Oh, the whole costume thing. Oh, but anyways. Sorry. All right. Moving on to our top topic today. Top topic. We're going to be talking about mobile games. This could range from, I guess we could even go Game Boy, Game Gear, PSP. Well, I think that was the first one I was going to throw out is uh, Tetris. Nice. Always a fan of Tetris. And I think the the music on the Game Boy edition was always better than the Nintendo one. I had Mortal Kombat on, uh, Mortal Kombat 1 on the original box Game Boy. <laughs> like, like the real big yeah. stupid Game Boy. That was awesome. The Legend of Zelda on that was awesome. Never got into the whole Pokemon thing. I did a little bit. Is uh, Not so much. The cartoon was just, it didn't live up 
to the cartoon was my problem. And see, I heard the past few games really have, which, I don't know, it's, you know, weird. I'm gonna go way back and throw out uh, Drug Wars on my TI-81. Wow. I'm gonna go with Snake, the original on the Nokia and Nokia game. I used yeah. to love that fucking game. I didn't have that game until uh, the Nokia 8260, a little Nokia. No, I had the, I had a like, stupid-ass brick one. I'd never had a Game Gear. I had a Game Gear. That wasn't really anything. The only thing that captivated me about the Game Gear besides, um, well, I mean, it was really Sonic the Hedgehog, but you can really only play for like eight minutes, even with the extended battery pack, because I think eight batteries, like, they were nothing. I miss Sonic the Hedgehog so fucking much. And it, Every game of his is just garbage. And the only reason why I liked it, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog game is because I didn't have a Genesis at the time, so that was my only Sonic the Hedgehog game. Once I got a Genesis, it was, Game Gear was over with. Um, Although Columns was fun. My PSP has the Midway Classics on there, which is awesome to play. Like, you know, Paperboy. Paperboy, yeah, yeah, you know, the Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. different Mortal Kombat. And, uh, I don't know, that it was, it was a really decent port. And then, obviously, there's cell phone games like Fruit Ninja, which got a big boost up. Went to David's house one day, and he was playing, uh, he had Fruit Ninja on his tablet, but he's like, yeah, there's a Ghostbuster version. I was like, there's a Ghostbuster version where, yeah, you, you use the proton beam what? to destroy fruit. Yeah. How do I not know about this? And, uh, and if you do an X on the screen, it's complete protonic reversal. It destroys everything on the screen. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, look at that. So obviously Fruit Ninja's awesome. Big fan of Tiny Tower. You loved that for a while. Dude. I did you're, love that. I had, I had the hugest crazy. building. And then uh, Tiny Death Star, when that came out. <laughs> Just two of my favorite things combined. Words of Friends, obviously, you know, it's a classic for people that don't want to just play Scrabble. Good thing to have. Temple Run, great game. Uh, I was getting pretty addicted to it for a while. Advance Wars, for all you uh, hardcore Game Boy Advance addicts out there, Advance Wars is a really good game. Uh, Jurassic Park Builder, I got into a little bit. Uh, CSR Racing, Cut the Rope, it's a fun game. Uh, Draw Something. Angry Birds. Star Wars Angry Birds. I, I stopped getting into Angry Birds once, like, you know, there were too many different variables, like. Angry Birds Space? Yeah, like, I didn't even know what the hell I was doing anymore. Yeah, Angry, Angry Birds Space kind of brought a new dynamic to it. Angry Birds uh, Go, I can't get into it. It's like the go-kart racing Angry Birds. Just, eh. Man, talk about milking a franchise. Yeah. Uh, fuck you to Flappy Bird. Never got into that. Uh, I got into it just because I wanted to get a higher score than everybody else. I can't do it. Like, I tried a million times to play that game, and I just, I was like, all right, I can't do it. Ah, oh, shit, I just realized I made the phone and had Flappy Bird on it. Trivia Crack, obviously, pretty decent game. Yeah, debatable. There's one called, I think it's like Parking Spaces or something like that, where you gotta get the car out of the parking spot. Oh, it was called Traffic. That's it. It was originally available on the Palm Pilot uh, operating system, and then uh, once touch phones became popular, they, they had all different kinds of uh, versions of it. The one on uh, my iPad's called Aces Traffic, but there's a ton of different incarnations for that game. Uh, obviously, we gotta go with Solitaire. I mean, I even have that on mine. I have Pac-Man on my phone. Shout out to Omar. I used to be a hardcore Solitaire addict. Uh, shout out to Randy who got me into solitaire, but shout out to Omar who got me into free cell. Love free cell. Wow. Oh, uh, heads up the Ellen DeGeneres app. That that's a fun game. game. That's, that's a lot of, that's more fun than I thought it was going to be. Not Safe for Work, which is the electronic version of uh, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Love that game. Yeah, it's fun. I still have yet to really play it. Any, any for the, uh, what's the, uh, not the PSP, what's the other one? Grand Theft Auto, of course, for PSP, or the Vita. The Vita, that's what it was. I'm really? surprised you didn't throw that out there earlier. It really isn't anything good for the Vita. I mean, I have Madden, and I have Call of Duty for the Vita. They haven't really been coming out with anything for the Vita, or at least nothing that piques my interest. But then again, I don't really like... I'm very particular about my video games. Really? Yeah. yeah I really only hear you play, like, one or two games, like, uh, Zombies, or, or uh, I mean, in a minute, I'm gonna show Ryan to be, uh, Dying Light, just to see how he feels about that, although I doubt you can actually get into it. We'll see what happens. But, if you guys have a favorite mobile game, or just, you know, a pseudo game, if you will, hit us up on Facebook, or in UCJH.net, and, uh, let us know what 
you guys think. All right, moving on from that to our open forum segment. This week's open forum, I want to talk a little bit about the Spider-Man thing. I'm going to touch on it briefly because I'm, I'm sure David and, and Liz, if we have her on or anybody else, is going to want to touch on this as well. Spider-Man being in the Marvel Universe is a good thing. It really is. It means more money is going to be coming into the studio that knows what they're doing. I'm still skeptical about this because I got burned by this before. No, it is legit now. It's 100% legit. I just really hope that they said they're not going to do an origin story all over again and I truly hope that that's the case because I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. I don't need to see his awkward fumblings in romance all over again. I just want to see Spider-Man kicking some ass and I hope I hope they start small with just a quick cameo and then from there you can move up to playing a major role to starring in your own movie. So that's all I really wanted to say about the whole Spider-Man thing. Congratulations to all the Spider-Man fans that have been clamoring for for this from the beginning including Nelson and David and my good friend gerald yeah I'm happy for you guys hopefully one day you get to see spider-man interact with the rest of the marvel universe in the way that he's always supposed to and not dancing around on tables and shit a la spider-man 3 now nelson sent us a picture of what looks to be quicksilver in the background like on the set of what, what i would assume to be avengers 3 or avengers 2 sorry with somebody in a trench coat who clearly has a spider-man gloves a mask around his neck that looks like spider-man with his eyes punched out and also the logo so i'm kind of wondering is it that they're looking to get Spider-Man a cameo or some sort of appearance in Avengers 2? Is the movie in, even in the can? Like, are they done shooting it? I mean, it's coming out in May already. I know they might have, like, some, you know, last-second thing. Who knows? I mean, it's it's exciting one way or another. Part of me has a feeling it might end up being even, like, you know, some motion capturing. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's gonna be pretty interesting. We'll see what happens with it, because... There was somebody dressed in motion capture. Yeah, at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So, we'll see. You know, I don't want to... I don't want to throw it out there right now and then have Marvel get pissed off at us and be like, no, fuck that. Take it out now because UTJH said something. I'm that paranoid. That'd be awesome though if they were listening to us. That would. I'd, I'd really love it. So yeah. So hope everything works out. Let's see what happens. So moving on to what's trending. Right now we have what's trending on Twitter at this exact moment. You got Nature Facts, but that's promoted by Old Spice, so who the fuck cares? And then Friday the 13th is number one. So that's pretty cool that, you know, Friday the 13th is, is actually, you know, such a, a big thing. Obviously, your mind goes to the movie, or it should automatically, which I still say part one is the best Friday the 13th. Valentine's Day, obviously, is another big one. We talked a little bit about that. It would kind of have to be. And along with that, Fifty Shades of Grey is up there because that movie just got released this week. And talk about the perfect timing for that movie to come out, though. Even though I heard the movie itself is fucking garbage. And that's not just guys saying it. Like I heard it's 20 minutes of sex scenes. You know what else has 20 minutes of sex scenes? Porn. In the 20-minute movies? Exactly. So you get more for your buck on that one. Kevin Hart's up there. Drake is up there. Celebrity All-Star Games since All-Star Weekend for the NBA. Oh, shit. I completely forgot about that. Is it dunk contest on tomorrow? I don't know. Wrong brother. But we'll see. I mean, uh, a lot of big things have happened. Jimmy Butler's gonna be in the All-Star team this year. Starting? Or did he get... No, I don't, I don't believe he started. I think he's just in it, but yeah. So, I think Kevin Hart's gonna be there as well. Oh, because I believe today is the uh, Celebrity All-Star Game. I gotta say, I'm really proud of Jimmy Butler, but with him asking for more money, I mean, am I alone in thinking he's not one of the premier guards in the NBA? And he's No, just... but he's one of the premier guards that took up space while D. Rose was, you know, 
hurt over and over again. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, any other team, would he be a starter? Well, yeah, he'd probably be a starter, but I mean, would you consider him to be a franchise player? You know, would you pay him franchise money? I just, I don't know. I think I need a little more consistency out of him and probably a little more clutch plays. So apparently Drake dropped an album, surprisingly. Didn't tell anybody about it, just dropped an album called If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. And that's a really big trending topic. So let us know if you guys have heard anything about it. I'm afraid to catch that fade. That's the name of the album. But there's a hashtag associated called if you're reading this, it's too late. I don't know. I'm weird with Drake. Don't get me wrong. He's He's got lines that are just like, wow. You know, like Drake said something that was actually pretty cool. But then he also says things that are like Drake. <laughs> and it's, what are you? What are you talking about, man? Like you're saying the most random shit and trying to act hardcore, and you're from Canada, so I don't, I don't get. It. And also David Carr, who the fuck is David Carr? David Carr wasn't he a quarterback in the NFL? I don't think so. New York Fashion Week is trending. Remembering David Carr before he was David Carr. Our love is similar to family and friends of David Carr. Spoke to him. Oh, it must have been somebody who died. Yeah. Oh, he was a journalist. New York Magazine tweeted: Friends, colleagues, and journalists remember David Carr. So sorry that we didn't know you. Sorry that we inadvertently pissed on your grave by not knowing who the fuck you were and talking shit so you're on the right podcast for that though and who's gary owens oh the voice of space ghost died no shit let's piss on his grave on monday 80 years old wow space ghost probably one of the underrated superheroes yeah when's he gonna get a live action you ever see that show space ghost coast to coast no i remember space ghost more when i was younger than watching him on cartoon network and stuff when he was like an actual superhero not you know a host of a tv of a nightly tv show kind of thing yeah he's still pretty funny cool costume though i always like the the space ghost costume I thought, I thought it was pretty slick. I don't know anybody that could fill that uniform, though. Not in, like, a gay way, just in general. But, yeah, you got anything for open for Or trending? That's pretty much it. No, I think I'm good. Most of the trending stuff's interrelated, so that makes that pretty nice and concise. Yeah. All right, moving on with our promotional segment. You want to stop there or just keep going? Ah, fuck it, let's keep promotion going. Promotion's not that long. All right, so for promotions today, the usual stuff. Uh, we will be at C2E2. I bought my tickets today. Really? Was it April 25th we're going? I bought the three-day pass. Wow. So you can come find me on Friday and Saturday for sure because, well, this is something we should promote. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old will be a live podcast on Friday the 24th. What? So tickets are still available for the $25 seating area in the did 15 dot. Yeah, I did. You piece of shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm... I wasn't no, sure no, if you'd no. be able to take the day off and, you know, for the podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that that, that day. Yeah, because it's on a Friday at 7.30, so it's, you know... I do have that Saturday off, so I will be there Saturday. Not sure about Sunday yet. The wife and I have to decide about that. But yeah, we will be there. So we will be there. Either one of those two days. Uh, I won't be there Friday. Ryan and I will both be there Saturday. And then Sunday's kind of up in the air. I will be with quite a few people. I uh, got some friends from the work that we don't speak of. You're going to be uh, representing UTJH? I will. Will uh, they be representing UTJH? They should. Edgar and Ruby both asked if they should wear a UTJH shirt. And I said, yes, of course. I believe they're going to try and get small UTJ shirts made for Ivan. So I want to look into that for even our kids to get like, you know, those. I don't know that I'm going to bring the kids yet. Definitely yeah. not till Friday. I'm, I'm probably going to bring Cece at least one On of Saturday. the days. Yeah. Oh, well, the one day that I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday, I can see you not bringing the kids because, I mean, mm-hmm. why would you? But Saturday, most definitely I'm bringing the kids. Um, I have a great time seeing my daughter's face light up with little stuff that I might show her. So, yeah, we'll be there. C2E2 this year, 2015, April 25th. Check Saturday us for out, sure. man. Check us out. We'll be there. You know, 
something as simple as the handshake and hey love the podcast you know that'll make my day just fucking awesome or hey let's get some attention wear your utj shirts i'm assuming you have one hopefully you have one if not i don't know if you can still get them on represent.com that uh, promotion's over i think there might be a way that you can still get it but i'm not sure if you're interested in buying one if we get enough interest maybe we'll do a pre-c2e2 t-shirt run it's like i don't know we'll find another charity donate to or maybe we won't we'll do like a minimal profit margin on that and send them dirt cheap just so we can get or maybe we'll sell them there or maybe we'll sell them there you know take just you know a few shirts here and there for you know for people that are really you know interested in getting a shirt we'll bring one by i'd really like to get the attention of kevin smith and uh jason muse everybody hit them up on twitter see if they'd be willing to be on the show being that they're in chicago and we can bring the we can't bring the ftc to them but we can bring the recording studio recording studio to them yeah since that's nice and easy yeah um fuck you to fox fantastic four coming out 7th of august who cares yeah maybe we'll be taking a petition at c2e2 to stop people from seeing that movie hopefully they have another one of those walls that we could draw on yeah throw a couple hashtags on up there so fuck fox fantastic four also let's you know keep the entertainment thing going and quest for better entertainment yep fuck all things uh tanya west and kim kardashian especially with the whole kanye jumping up on stage during the Grammys. Like, dude, don't you learn? Yeah, I didn't watch the Grammys. Like, he's mad that Beck won, you know, a better album than Beyonce. But Beck does his own instrumentation and writes all his songs. Beyonce had 16 songwriters on her album. Doesn't she have enough Grammys? Yeah, that too. Like, give me, give me a break, Kanye. Just stop it. So, fuck all those people. And, uh, yeah, find us on the usual places. Twitter, uh, I'm Lantern84, at Lantern84. Same thing with my PlayStation username, Lantern84. I just got Dying Light, so if you feel like jumping on the multiplayer i will be there i'm uh ras129 not um not on very often but um yeah hit me up if you see me there hit me up for i um lately i've been playing i've been playing walking dead a lot so not really an online sharing kind of game but i still play um oh shit i don't even know the name anymore Was it nightfall on call of duty ghosts mm. from time to time extinction. extinction i'm still playing extinction a little bit I haven't gotten into the new zombies yet i still haven't bought the new call of duty i don't know that i will yeah me neither maybe maybe not even with zombie mode i haven't heard good you gotta pay extra for the zombie mode too. Has David? Does David have it? We have to no, talk about that. Movie. He does not have it either. And why can't he show up to the show on Monday? You said you were gonna say. No, he's gonna show up to the show Monday. He can't. I can't tell you what his fuck you is gonna be Monday. Oh, he said he's gonna be here. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have a because Aubrey's gonna be on on the Monday show. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Liz will be on. Hopefully, gotta contact her. See what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good show for talking about Arrow. That'd be a great show. Does your cousin watch? I don't her? know if she's watching Arrow. Tell her to start catching up. She's got a few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has she listened to the show? Yes. Yes. Big uh, fan of the I'm That Just Happened community. I think she's uh, just recently joined. Ah, uh, is that Shades of Arrow? No, no. This is, uh, this is, no, Batman Eternal. Support our Buy American on 9-11 movement. So save all your money to do all your shopping for American products on 9-11. Let's turn it into, like, another Black Friday. And, um, I don't know. I think that's it for promotions. Oh, we should probably, um, well, we should do that on Monday. We should look up, uh, I think Miguel has a couple shows. He's back, um, with his group, Foreskins of Comedy. We have to look into that. Shout out to my cousin Tito again for being on the show very briefly for tonight. It's going to bring us a new segment. Yeah. So we're going to keep you guys posted for that because that should be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> and uh, for those of us who approach us about, or for those of you who approach us about starting your own podcast, more power to you. We're, um, we've been talking to the uh, Disease Network and, you know, we're going to help contribute to that network as well. And if you want to get some airtime, you want to get your show posted, we can get you posted under them or we could we'd be happy to support local artists, support local uh, podcasts. Again, you can find us on utjh.net. 
internet, SoundCloud, Automatic.com, Facebook.com, forward slash, hashtag, spelled out, U-T-J-H. And support You're Going to Get a Disease. You can find them on SoundCloud or Automatic. You can find, well, we're probably linked somewhere on Facebook. Um, And Something Gate under the Get Disease Network. I think that's all I got. Yeah, I don't think I got anything else. All right, so signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And um, that just happened.